Sometimes life can feel really loud, can't it? Like just things going on all around us. Or in those moments, there's all these different choices that you have to make. And it's like, which one do I take? Or maybe there's even this moment where you feel like it is just kind of crushing in on you. And maybe you're in the bathroom just sitting there by yourself. And you're like, I don't know what to do next. And maybe you've heard the answer, well, you need to pray or you need to read God's word, which is absolutely true. But sometimes you're like, but I'm trying to listen and I'm not hearing his voice right now. Or you're looking at God's word and you're like, but it's so big. Where do I even start looking for this answer of what's going on in my life? And maybe some of you guys have this thing called a topical Bible that you can look up certain words and it tells you scriptures in uh, the word that like lead to that, that talk about that. Or maybe you have a concordance that tells you every time the word forgiveness is used. And so you can look up that or you can even Google verses on friendship. And so then again, using that, you can look to the word of God to tell you about how do I live in this thing called friendship. But over the next few weeks, we are going to look specifically at one book of the Bible called Proverbs. And in Proverbs, there is so much wisdom that comes from that. In fact, it's part of wisdom literature as the Bible is divided into different sections. Um, And we're going to be looking at that. In fact, when I opened up one of my Bibles at the very top, some sermon someone had mentioned what Psalms is to your devotional life, Proverbs is to your practical life. So here I am in Psalms and God, you're speaking to me. And so now I need to know what to do. And that's what you find as we're looking at the book of Proverbs. In fact, some people like Proverbs so much, there are 31 chapters in it. They read one chapter a day every single month just to hear the wisdom of God of how do I live in what is going on all around me. And so if you have your Bibles or your devices, turn to Proverbs chapter one. We'll be there here in just a moment. But let me give you a little bit of background. Who wrote the book of Sol- or the Solomon? Who wrote the book of Proverbs? It's Solomon, if you didn't know. So anyway, um, but Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs. Now, he may not have been the one that penned everything, but so many of these tidbits are his wisdom that either he recorded or other people put together so that we could learn from it. Now, Solomon, he is the son of King David. His mom's name is Bathsheba. So maybe you've heard of both of them. Now, when it's his turn to become king, God appears to him in a dream and says, what is it you want? Your father has been faithful. And so what is it you want as you lead? And he said, God, this role that you've given me, it's really hard. I can't do it on my own. Will you please give me a discerning heart so that I can lead the people well? And God says, you know what, since you asked for that and you didn't ask for long life or riches or death of your enemies, then I am going to give you a wise and discerning heart. He said, I will also give you riches. I'm also going to give you honor. And if you follow after me, you will have a long life. And so Solomon really is known for his wisdom. A lot of us talk about him being the wisest person that ever lived. In fact, there's a story that talks about his wisdom. There are these two moms who come before Solomon and they each have a baby, but one of them is not living anymore because while the mom was sleeping, she rolled over on the baby and the baby died. And so they each bring their baby to, um, they're each holding this baby and they're, they're before Solomon, but they're both claiming that the baby who's alive is theirs. They're like, that's my baby. No, that's my baby. And so Solomon says, okay, here's what we're going to do. Because I don't know, I can't figure this out. What we're going to do is we're going to cut the baby in half and each of you can have half of this baby. And so one of the moms is like, that sounds like a fair deal to me. And the other one says, no, 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 no. Please let her have the baby. I would rather that than this baby die. And Solomon said, I know who the mom is. 
And people heard all about that because the mom really cared for the child as opposed to just being even as far as this baby being killed. And his wisdom, like everyone learned about it. In fact, there's this woman who we simply know as the Queen of Sheba, and she hears about his wisdom, and she comes, and she asks question after question after question to Solomon, and he is able to answer every single one of them. And at the end of her trip, she says, man, the things that we have heard about your wisdom and your riches, they're not even half truth of who you are, of the wisdom that you have and the riches that you have. Like, how lucky are your servants just to be in your court to be able to hear the things you say? So that's who Solomon is. And so this book is a collection of his bits of wisdom that has been given by God. Now, it's not written all based in one theme, so we can't study it the same way we do Colossians. It jumps around quite a bit, but we're gonna see this overall theme of you need to live right. Like, here is wisdom for the right way to live. One thing you do need to know about Proverbs is a proverb is not a promise, okay? A proverb is not a promise. It is more a general truth, a principle, or a wise saying. And so here's some famous ones that maybe you've heard before. In chapter 22, verse 6, it says, train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. See, it's not a promise because you can do all the right things as a parent, and your kids still have free will. And so there's a general guideline here that if you do the right things, then a lot of times they're going to end up the right way, but it's not a promise, Here's some other Proverbs that maybe you've heard before. In chapter 31, 10, it says, A wife of noble character, who can find? It says, She is fought, worth far more than rubies. Or in Proverbs 27, 17, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Maybe you've heard of 16, 18, that says, Pride goes before destruction, or a haughty spirit before a fall. Maybe you've heard of chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, which say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. One of them that I like, especially when I was in youth ministry, 2611 says, As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. And as you listen to these truths, like they really are, yes, you see this happening again and again. And within Proverbs, we're going to see life principles about trusting God, about having the right people around you, about having the right attitude, about the importance of family, and even the importance of staying away from evil. And over and over again, we're going to see these comparisons of righteous versus wicked, or the wise versus either the mocker or the fool or the simple. And there are these instructions of, you need to keep on the right path. Here is wisdom to do that. And I've taught Proverbs at Intune and Impact, both in youth group settings. But before this series started, I wanted to read the entire thing, knowing some of these themes that we were going to talk about. And so I wrote down wisdom and fear and heart and words and pride and sexual purity and friends and work and wealth and family. And every time one of those verses popped up, I wrote it down on my sheet of paper. I said, this is what that verse says. And so that way, again, God can be teaching me new things as we're jumping through this, this text. But again, that there'd be verses that might jump out and say, this is important for us to know. And today we're just setting things up. And I want you to hear from Solomon what the purpose of these Proverbs are, or even bigger, the purpose of wisdom, like searching after wisdom is. And so in chapter one, we're just going to look at the first seven verses. It says this, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for attaining wisdom and discipline, for understanding words of insight, for acquiring a disciplined and prudent life, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. 
Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. For understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise, says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline." So if we're just breaking that down, again, it's pretty straightforward, but some of the words in there, like it is for the purpose of gaining wisdom, for understanding what God wants. What is it that he values? What is it that he sees as important? But right after wisdom, it doesn't just leave it there. It says, but also discipline, the fact that you and I have the ability to do it, not just knowing something, but that we might act upon that. There's this word in verse four, you see prudent or even prudence. What does that word mean? It means this idea of understanding. It might give understanding or reason or judgment so that you would be able to know things in certain circumstances. In verse four, that word discretion, it's gonna have the ability to help you make decisions. When you're in this spot and you're trying to figure it out, let me know this so I can make this decision well. In verse five, it uses the word simple for the simple. Oftentimes in Proverbs, when it's talking about someone who is simple, it might mean a little bit of young, but more than that, it means someone who's a little bit naive. Maybe you haven't sought it out. Maybe you haven't, you're still young in in your beliefs and trying to figure things out. And so the simple is someone who is naive. But what he says is in verse four, talks about this idea of the simple and the young. In verse five, it says even the wise. And so what Solomon says, it doesn't matter where you're at in the spectrum. Like God's wisdom can still help you to live. Whether you've been listening and learning for your entire life or you're still relatively new to this, God's wisdom is for all of us. In verse seven there, it really does tell us that having the right mindset, like having the right heart, that it has to be focused on God, that is the place where we start seeking wisdom. And right after that, he says, but fools, they choose not to listen. They choose to cover their ears. They choose to do their own thing. And we're going to talk about some of that in a later week. But Proverbs, it has a dual purpose. One, it's intellectual so that we might know, but it doesn't stop there. It's also something that is very much moral, that we might be able to live the way God created us, the way that you and I can experience life to the full. And as I read through this book, there were 22 different verses or sections of verses where Solomon says, listen, where he says, my son, pay attention. And in those verses, it tells us that when you listen to the wisdom that is given, it will help you to live better and it will help you to live longer. It says it will be something you can have as a good foundation to your life. It will lead you to knowing who God is. It will bring blessings to those who live by them. And then even beyond those 22 verses, there are other ones that contrast things like, here's the righteous and they do this, But those who choose not to listen, here's their consequences. I'm just going to tell you, when it comes to wisdom, there are certain things that you and I, we have to learn by experience. Like when you're driving a car, people can tell you everything in the world, but you still have to experience it to be able to understand what it means to drive a car. Or maybe there are moments of leading. You can read all the books about leadership, but you still have to learn some things through experience. You know, relationships, friendships, those kind of things. There are things that you can learn from other people, but there are still things you have to learn by experiencing it. Even failure. You can learn some things from other people, but there's still things you have to learn simply by experiencing it. But can I tell you how thankful I am that there are times that I get to learn from the wisdom of other people that I don't have to experience certain things because they have. And that's what the book of Proverbs is. It's like, so you don't have to experience some of these things. This is what you need to know to be able to live. We get to hear wisdom of God 
through Solomon, and it will help us as we live. And I pray that our ears and our hearts are ready to listen. And so here's a couple more verses, just as he talks about this importance. In chapter 4, verses 20 through 22, he says, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Or in chapter 8, verses 32 through 36, Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instructions and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me find life, and they receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. In chapter 19, verse 27, Stop listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. And in chapter 22, verses 17 through 19, pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips, so that your trust may be in the Lord. I teach you today, even you. So we look at Proverbs, like there is this wisdom for, for living. And the question is, will we listen? And if I want to take it just one step further, then you get into the New Testament when Jesus comes. He exemplifies this wisdom. He lives this out. And so he brings life. He gives us life. He wants us to have it to the full. And so even as we're looking at these wisdom tidbits that come from God through Solomon, understand that so many times we find these things in Jesus. And he is the one that helps us to experience these things. And so I hope you're ready for this journey as we look at these topics and say, God, how is it that you want us to listen? Let's pray. God, thanks for your word. And as we're jumping in, I pray that no matter where we're at, you know, whether we would be considered in foolish in certain areas or we're wise, God, open up our hearts and our minds just to hearing your word, that we might be able to live in a way that first off pleases you, but God then affects those around us. And so as we're diving into your word, do what only you can do. So help us to listen. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,